ownership is knowing you were created for a time such as this, that yeah. it is, it is you and that calling on your life that you were meant to fulfill, that you were meant to lean into, that you were meant to have that area of greatness. Yeah. And, and that's an exciting thing is that each and every one of us were meant to be world-class at something. Think about that for a second. This is the Own It Show, where we tell stories of how everyday people made ownership theirs. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Own It Show. I'm your host, Justin Rothling Chauffeur. My co-part is not here. She's actually up in Montreal shoveling the snow right now. Um, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. She's... Uh, uh, but you do just have me today, and uh, I am calling from slightly up north, so it's a little bit colder. We'll just inverse the 82 degrees that we usually have in Miami to 28, uh, which we're currently sitting here in uh, in uh, Montreal. But we do have access to snow, which we're going to thoroughly enjoy, thoroughly take into, uh, into account and go sit and uh, ski and snowboard on the slopes over the course of the weekend and Thanksgiving when this podcast is being um, recorded, although you guys are going to listen to it in a couple weeks. So um, as we lean in, if you've taken a look back at the series that we've been kind of going through and really the guests that we've been having on, they've really been diving into being able to take accountability for where you are. And if you remember last week's uh, really lean into um, discussing that we all have our own plan, we all have our own timing, and we all have our own understanding of what's happening working for us, not to us. And the guest that we're bringing on today has a life that is very much aligned in that same mission. And what she's been able to accomplish is nothing short of miraculous. And I just love her energy. I love the way that she shows up. I love the confidence that she has in which um, she knows the calling that is on her life. And she's been able to lean into that in true faithfulness, knowing that when she goes into it, knowing what, when she leans into it, it's all, it's already predetermined for her. And because of that, she's able to step in, in a real powerful way. And so bringing her on today, allowing her to share her story, allowing her to lean into her testimony and allowing her to pour into you guys is a big hope of mine. And ultimately Really grateful that, uh, Chrisandra, you were able to come and share time with us and our audience and be able to pour into them. So thank you so much and uh, welcome to the Ona Show. Thank you so much, Justin. Wow, I, I'm just so humbled to just be on with you and, and um, with just this program and just love what the mission is and just really knowing that we have nothing to fear when we are able to own it and we're able to know that we're right where God has us. So thanks for having me. You are so welcome. It's it, just seeing you across the screen. If you guys aren't watching on YouTube, and I hope you can tell just by listening audit, like auditorily, like <laughs> the, just the energy just like literally comes through the screen um, <laughs> from both your smile and the way in which you show up and just it radiates off you. And so um, I'd love you to just kind of start out and tell a little bit about your story up until this point, because it's so unique how you've been anywhere from The View to Good Morning America to um, on every major newscast talking about how you've been able to lean into your calling and then being able to 
truly serve those people. And I'm not just talking about people in the US guys, like I'm talking about people internationally on a massive scale. And the impact that you're having is only simply because you've leaned into your calling, only simply because you've leaned into that inner discontent, that 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 um, that spiritual claustrophobia that that God has put on your heart, and then been able to step out in faith into that. And so I'd love you to kind of walk through what this has been like in your journey, because I guarantee you what people see on social media, what people see in terms of this finished product hasn't always been this finished product. No, no. And it's always a journey. <laughs> so I love that we're, you know, we're all kind of on this roller coaster ride and we're all in our own lane, our own ride. Um, but we are able to know that God has been so faithful. And, you know, I, so I am not in Canada, but I am in Colorado and I actually was just born and raised in Colorado. And I just love it so much to just think that it's one of the treasure box states of America and maybe the world. <laughs> but um just love that it's just built of adventure and um just a passion and creativity and a lot of those things have been knit into my heart. I come from um a divorced family. So when I was little, um my parents got divorced when I was three. So just walking through early hardship when I was little, but just having God's lens on it that, you know, I can either dwell on this really stinks that my parents are will never be together or see what God sees. And that's that there's uh, two families that love me just as much as one does. And so early on, just having God really fine tune my heart and my lens on hardship. And um, when those come up to be able to see his potential and so all growing up, just loved sports, loved um, leadership, loved getting involved. And when I was 18 years old, it was almost this milestone in my life where the Lord just gave me a, this huge dream. And it was to help people go after the calling that he has on each one of our hearts. And for people to know, if you're living and breathing, God has a plan and purpose for your life, for this moment, for today. And every day um, that you have breath in your lungs to have an eternal legacy to ripple out and touch hearts and even angels and, um, you know, just people everywhere. And so being 18 years old, hearing this vision, I was passionate about it. And I there is a quote that kind of stamped on top of this vision was, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? And as soon as I heard this from the Lord, which seems like, you know, people are like, oh, how did you really hear it? You know, and just in the quietness of my heart, I knew that I knew that this was not of me and it was of God. It was um, it was his heartbeat for humanity and what that could look like. And if people were really able to live out those beautiful, incredible dreams inside of each one of our hearts, the world would come to see this fruition and um, a love for Jesus that has never been known before because that he's the only one that brings that abundant life that we all are deep down craving and to live that fearless pursuit every single day just it caught my heart and it I was completely on fire from that day forward so just ended up being able to dive into what that could be for um getting involved in people's lives and 
a lot of people start kind of one-on-one with people, but God did it the opposite way with the calling um, and wanting to gather mass amounts of people together to ignite people's hearts and create environments of um, inspiration, of empowerment, equipment to activate them to know what they were called, be reminded what they are called to, because it's written on their heart. They just have to have it dug out a little bit and then t- to be able to walk courageously into it. So that was in 2007. And God just, he opened up these impossible doors of uh, having the first, it was, God opened up the door for um, me and the calling to be the first one to have a Christian contemporary event at Red Rocks Amphitheater. And back in the day, no one had, there was no Christian bands coming in there. And it's known as the world's number one amphitheater. And God was just saying that he wanted, he wants, he wanted to have that platform and he wanted to have that space and for him to be brought glory on what's supposedly the world's number one amphitheater. So Switchfoot came in and we had Rex Crane and it just set this platform for a historic movement and people's hearts to chase God's dreams on their lives fearlessly. And from that day out, it allowed Hillsong, Toby Mac to this day, they probably have 20 different Christian events that go through there. And so pioneering, um, pioneering that and just walking with the Lord in these impossible doors has been really fun, but also extremely hard and um, tedious. And just, you know, he doesn't say what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, live out your calling to a person or to an organization without it really you having to live it out as well. And so from Red Rocks, we had, um, you know, we had to walk through different obstacles of having felons and disease and, um, you know, all this money that was supposed to go towards our next events, it was taken. And so how to get back up and how to keep on chasing and running, um, that it was, I think every dream, you know, it's tested and it's refined and God always wants to know if you're willing to give it back to him and if he's first place. So we've been able to go to Haiti and God's opened it up to lots of different media outlets, like what was mentioned. And um, yeah, it's been really fun. So thank you, Justin, for that question. I I went on for a little bit there. <laughs> oh, it's it's all right. It's all right. I think, guys, even as you come back to this and, and kind of I'll summarize what uh, Chris Andrews is kind of leaning into, but if you go back in the Bible, Jesus would do these radical things like he'd set uh, set bushes on fire, but God doesn't set bushes on fire today. He sets people <laughs> on fire. Yeah. And when he sets people on fire, it's because he's lit up that calling inside. And when you, when you find somebody yeah. who's on their calling, who's doing what they are meant to do, they are just different. You look at anybody who's led in a unique way. You look at any elite athlete who's just doing their thing. You look at any uh, spiritual leader who's doing their thing. You look at any business person who's doing their thing. And you ask anybody around them, they will always come back with one word and they will just say, they're just different. They're just different. And Mm. that is the best way in which we start to realize that is, we are called to be different. We are called to have this level of difference among us. And that's exactly what you've set up and what you've allowed for in this community of the calling. And I I just find it so amazing that 
there's this unique place that anybody can go, anybody can reach out to, anybody can get involved in to ultimately start realizing what their inner discontent is, what their inner calling is, what yeah. their level of um, uh, understanding is, because God talks to everybody. It's yes. just, are we listening? Right. And you've now given a platform in which that listening can now be amplified. Mm. It's like it's like if we're all of a sudden sitting here and you're in a, think about this for a second, listeners. Think about you sitting in a room. It could be it could be a party room and it's loud. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of things going on. And someone's calling your name. Someone's calling Cassandra. Someone's calling Justin. Someone's calling Elise. Someone's calling Dell. Someone's calling whatever. Everything gets lost in the shuffle. And you can't really hear what's really going on until you really try to hear. Maybe you are trying to ears, eavesdrop on that conversation next to you. Or you're looking and reading the lips of somebody like maybe across the room. You can start yeah. to understand what's happening. But if someone came over a loudspeaker and said, uh, Justin, um, I need you up here on the stage right now. I would I would hear it plain of day. Right. That's what you've been able to do is you've been able to create this platform that allows us to sit and get silent in the noise so that we can hear it in an amplified way. So it can really, truly change your life. So if you guys are having a hard time hearing God, if you're having a hard time understanding what your calling is, what your intentionality is, what your um, purpose is here, I really encourage you to lean in and explore more of what Chrisandra is doing and what the calling is all about, because it's very unique in that process. Chrisandra, you went back to it and you talked about some of the hardships that came out and Mm -hmm some of the difficulties that occurred here. And I'm a firm believer that anytime you're on purpose and you're in your calling Mm -hmm. that you're sure as heck going to (laughs) have hard rocks come in your way. You are asking for a different life. Yeah. It's not something that you have to battle in the flesh, but something you get to battle in spirit, which is outstanding and amazing. Walk me through some of your reactions or walk me through some of your, um, your faithfulness that occurred during Mm. that difficult time that ultimately led to the great outcomes that did. Yes. Well, you know, the first, there's been several different um, valley seasons, I like to call them, but one in particular, you know, just going off of the Red Rocks event, I, you know, it was this historic event not only event, but just milestone for the ministry. It became a nonprofit with the state of Colorado. We were able to bring in, you know, Grammy award winning entertainment. People were talking about the books, the speaking engagements. And, you know, back then it was just like, oh, that'll be amazing. But we'll just take one thing at a time. And, you know, to see this Red Sea miracle happen. And I was still a college student getting my bachelor's. And then I graduated and three weeks later, we were trying to calculate all of the money and um, just figure out what happened because people started just, there was two guys in particularly that came alongside as um, coaches and they said all the right things. um, And unfortunately they ended up being felons. And so I think, uh, I was trying to figure out what was happening in the in the midst of that scenario at the bank, um, trying to figure out where every cent went because we were DBA underneath another organization at the time. 
I found out my mom was with me and she reached over. She was like, Cassandra, what's on your arm? And it was a bullseye rash. And she, she's like, we need to go check that out. And so we thought it was ringworm, which is really gross. <laughs> but the, um, and we couldn't find the medicine at Walgreens. But the, thankfully, the pharmacist saw it. And he's like, no, that's Lyme disease. You need to go see a doctor right away. And so I came out of being a collegiate um, athlete running. I was a um, long distance cross country runner. And I could barely, it was, it hit me right away. And it was, I could only walk for maybe two minutes at a time without being completely out of breath. And so I just had to literally mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, it seemed like the enemy, Satan stole everything that was just taken. And so it was, I just deep down in my soul, I just knew that God was He's like, Cassandra, you were thinking that you were going to fly and you were trusting me to do that. But now we're going to fly back to your nest. And so he's like, you have to, do you want to trust me? Do you want to go through this? And, you know, I think we have to just remember what he has done and that he is faithful. And I was like, okay, Lord, like I trust you. Well, from that, he allowed all this, this whole new training time to come. And I was able to be involved in Miss Colorado and to become a character actress, which I was able to be able to share about the calling all throughout that. And it led to being able to um, have a huge platform in Haiti and being able to get involved in their government and end up speaking to 40,000 people in the middle of the night. So what if if it would have gone the, you know, the way that everyone was saying, oh, you're going to go see the whole world right away. I don't know if I would have had the character to be able to sustain what God had in store for the future. It's so unique the way that you say that, because um, something I often say, if, if God gave us everything that we asked for today, it would crush us. Yes. And it's, it's not a, it's not a matter of him wanting to hold back, but rather wanting to protect us, to lean into ultimately be able to handle it because, uh, <laughs> and again, listeners, I'm sure you can relate to this is there's so many things that we want. There's so many goals and aspirations that we have. Yeah. But ultimately, if we were to actually get them today, we mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to fulfill what, we, what was there. We wouldn't be able to perform the way in which we were supposed to because we just haven't earned the right yet. We haven't earned the ability to be able to handle what would be there. And I'll give a perfect example. Cresandra, uh, you, you just gave yours. Uh, another mm-hmm. one is is like that that we can probably think about is somewhat and I and I heard this from Rich Wilkerson. He was talking about this. It was so brilliant the way that he put this. He goes, We've got people who are running businesses and they've got a million dollar business and they want it to be a $50 million business, but yet they can't run their books appropriately. They can't fulfill things on time. And yet they want to be a $50 million business. You haven't been able to figure out how to get the base foundation set yet and develop right. yourself personally to be able to operate at that high level. And so, of course, right. that's not going to be there because if God gave that to you, mm-hmm. it would break your business. Yeah. And if that was truly what was meant to happen, if what was if you're truly meant to serve at that level... Mm-hmm. Then you got to get the foundation right, and everything has to be rooted in its appropriate time. And so, knowing that, and, and I wrote this down from what you're talking about earlier, but there's seasons, stages, and cycles in everybody's life. Seasons, mm-hmm. 
are there seasons of pushing and then there's seasons of harvesting and then there's seasons of planting and those seasons will continue to go through then there's cycles there'll be ebbs and flows highs and lows peaks and valleys yeah the stages are what we need to focus on the stages are those growth parameters those steps that we continue to take and as you said continue to develop the character so that our stages uh, our stages are able to handle the cycles and seasons that continue to come harder, faster, more rampant, more abundant, more prosperous. And that is the exciting part about this is that it's a continual journey. It's a continual um, vision statement that we have to have implanted on our hearts so that we have clarity as to where we're going. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. And God cares about our hearts. You know, he doesn't care about our end destination. And it's at the end of the day, that's his goal is that, that our hearts are his and we're going to continually find our, ourselves in different circumstances to be able to be tested. That is he, is he really the king of our hearts and are we willing to give up anything to have him? And, you know, with Abraham and Isaac, this promise that he waited for so long and it's brought up, you know, very often, but it's just, it's such a great reminder to know that our deepest dreams, our deepest desires, usually God wants them and he, we have to trust that he might give them back and he might, he might take it and then give something later on, but everything is for our good. Um, you know, whether he does take it or not. So I think it's just that faith process and we can't please God without faith. So it's just this cycle and this adventure. Hundred percent, hundred percent. For for someone who lives in ownership and really kind of leans in on that in in a lot of this space, what would you say your definition of ownership is? So my, I love this question, and my definition of ownership is realizing that there's no one in the whole world that is going to be Cassandra Brittany Brunson, and there's no one who's been through my experiences, my giftings, my talents, my weaknesses, and to be able to embrace that and know that God has me here for such a time as this and to make the most out of every single day. I believe that's my ownership that I get to live out every single moment and be able to hold myself accountable to God. And he's the only one that I am running for, that I'm living for. And that has ownership over this life. So great question. <laughs> I love that. So I mean, I mean, what I'm taking out of it, that like a this tight soundbite is ownership is knowing you were created for a time such as this, that yeah. it is, it is you and that calling on your life that you were meant to fulfill, that you were meant to lean into, that you were meant to have that area of greatness. Yeah. And, and that's an exciting thing is that each and every one of us were meant to be world-class at something. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Every single one of us was meant to be world-class at something. And I don't care what that is. I truly don't. That could be you were meant to be the world-class, like a world-class caregiver, a yeah. world-class entrepreneur, a world-class um clothing maker, a world-class creative, a world-class lover. I don't care what it is, but you were meant to be world-class at something. And the moment that you lean into that 
is the moment that you become alive, is the moment you come on fire. And just like I said before, God doesn't set burning bushes on fire anymore. He sets people on fire so that they can be different, so that they can lean out and be different and be realized for that. And somebody sees that and goes, man, I don't know what that guy or girl has, but I want it. I want it. I want to be like that. I want to be close to that person. I want to get closer to that person. I want to be in their ecosystem because whatever they're drinking, I want to drink that too. And that's an exciting thing. Yeah. Well, and Eleanor Roosevelt says, and one of my coined favorite quotes is, uh, the future belongs to those who dream. And for us to realize that we're each meant to continue to dream because those dreams, when we're seeking God with all of our hearts, he gives us the desires of our heart. And so God is such a dreamer. He has the biggest imagination bigger than we could ever fathom and nothing is too big. So to be able to cultivate that, that when he, when we realize what that dream is in our heart to have that ownership, to live it out, no matter what. I love it. I love it. Cassandra, where can people find more of you and where can they find more of the calling? If this is something that they really want to lean into something that they want to understand a little bit more and something that they want to get involved in. So you can go to the Callings website, thecallingnonprofit.org, and would love for people to please come visit me there. All you listeners um, would love to help you activate your calling. We have a free activation sheet there. And just to be able to stir your heart, to be able to believe in your dreams, your calling, to have a community behind you like Justin and um you can go find me at any of my social media sites, Cassandra Brunson, and it's spelled a little differently, C-H-R-Y-S-A-N-D-R-A. So if you get the first name, you'll get the last one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And we'll put all that in the show notes, guys, so you'll have full access to that. I really encourage you to go to the calling nonprofit. Dot .org because that will give you all of access to everything that Cassandra's doing and everything that she's into to help you find your calling because we know that you are meant to be world class at something. We know that you were put on this earth for a reason and you actually are born twice. The day that you are born, which is your birthday, and the day that you realize why. And mm-hmm. the and the ability for you to lean into that, the moment that you get the clarity about that is the moment that you can truly lean into your superpower. And I leave you with this question is what would you do if you knew that you could not fail and have pure abundance and joy in every single thing that you do? Because we have to know that you were born and put on earth for a time such as this. And we know that success is different. So own your different. 